On Venting and Family, B.G. June 24th, 2022, continued. Blurg monkeys. That's all I have to say. This morning after Hazel left, I basically spent the day doing laundry and feeling grumpy. We also conducted some important follow-up on last night's adrenaline-filled doorbell ringing situation. Mistress Me texted the landlord. She also put very clear labels on all the doorbells. She then wrote a letter to our neighbor that was hopefully both polite enough to appeal to her sense of decency and explicit enough to have made the point. It's nice to have a mistress who takes care of things for you. Maybe tonight we'll actually be able to sleep. Once we'd run out of laundry, we binge-watched Netflix. Eventually meditated, which made us feel a tiny bit better, but not really. Having sleep interrupted is one of my pettest pet peeves. Around 2 p.m., I decided to do what all adult women in their 30s should be able to do when something truly annoying transpires. I called my mother. Since she always wants to know what my problem is, even when everything is fine, I figured I'd give her a chance to be right. The venting was wonderful. I love my mother. After my rather self-centered ranting, I remembered to ask her how she was doing. She's okay, she said, just preparing for herself for the onslaught of mouths to feed at our upcoming family reunion. I mean, what about hosting your seven children and their dozen spouses slash offspring is so overwhelming? Guilt overtook me, and I volunteered to spearhead a dinner schedule. That way all the cooking won't fall on her shoulders, as it inevitably does, my mother doing all the work while my father hides in his room smoking cigars and grumbling. Oh, and then waxing outraged when anybody has the audacity to mention that his cigar smoke stinks. Even though it does. At first I figured I'd write my siblings a group email, but then I remembered that I'm not currently checking my email because I'm supposed to be on vacation. Why aren't you checking your email, my mother asked. Because I'm supposed to be on vacation, I replied. What kind of vacation is this, anyway, my mother asked. I still don't know what she meant by that. I guess the fact that I'm not on a beach somewhere begged the question. It's the kind of vacation, I answered, that one takes after years of an abusive marriage, after which one finds refuge with your dear friend, only to discover that your dear friend is also suffering at the hands of a narcissistic manipulator, but not willing to see it yet. So then you travel the world to find your place and see old friends and family post-COVID, only to realize that most of the people you love are actually assholes. And then you come back to Montreal, move into your own place in the dead of winter, spend three months furnishing it, and then catch COVID and get hit by a car. That kind of vacation. My mother laughed. Is it working, she inquired. Well, I was starting to feel a bit more stable, I said, until last night when I nearly had a heart attack. I thought about telling her that it's been almost a week since I last smoked weed, but I was pretty sure that rather than being proud, she would see my sense of accomplishment as cause for concern. Also, I'm not convinced I'm going to make it through this day without a joint. After we hung up, I started a WhatsApp thread with my brothers to coordinate meals. Joseph responded immediately, which surprised me, since he's always the one who's impossible to get. But he loves cooking and is great at it, so maybe it makes sense. He probably just ignores my messages when he doesn't deem them interesting. After a quick back and forth, we settled on a sign-up schedule where we could all take turns volunteering to cook. Sam, as usual, waited until we had a plan, and then replied saying that he didn't like the plan. Isaac, as usual, didn't respond. I left my sisters off the thread since they are boycotting the family reunion entirely. I mean it. They are literally visiting my parents before it starts, dropping off their kids, leaving, and then returning to pick them up once the rest of us are gone. I don't even know where to start with that one. It will have to be a story for another day. But I haven't even told you about the rest of Hazel's visit. It was fun. We took a trip to the Laurentians on Friday, and then came home and cooked an awesome Shabbat dinner. Steak, cilantro, chimichurri sauce, 
sautéed mushrooms with rosemary, sesame ginger bok choy, and freshly baked challah. Yesterday we braved the heat wave to walk up Mont Royal. Ironically, the forest, the lake, and the breeze in the middle of the city were actually kind of better than the traffic-clogged trip to the muddy watering hole with no parking in Val David, David that we had visited the day before. I blame myself for that one, though. I really need to get to know what Montreal and its outskirts have to offer. I don't usually have a car, though, which explains my ignorance. We spent the afternoon recovering from our exertions, and then in the evening we got dolled up and headed out to a delicious Japanese restaurant downtown. After that we visited the cloakroom bar, which is a speakeasy. You enter through a mirror and there is no menu. You have to describe your preferences, and they create a drink from them. I immediately froze and had no idea what to order. Preferences? What preferences? The drinks were still pretty good, though, and the invisible prices turned out to not be too terribly sticker-shock-inducing. Here are some pictures from our weekend together for you to enjoy. Well, I guess that's it. Now I have to go sleep for a million years. Love, sleep-deprived baby girl.